On the 158th episode of the Fantasy Lens Podcast, we discuss how the Miami Marlins almost ruined the MLB season after less than a week of starting up. We'll talk about the Jamal Adams trade, and we also bring you our top 25 quarterbacks heading into the 2020 fantasy football season. Let's start the show. Welcome to Fantasy Lens. It is late July, and we got sports on TVs, and we also have the start of our positional rankings for when football does come back on time, hopefully. Um, I mean, we got NBA starting their scrimmages. NHL is days away from their playoff, uh, their playoff push in the bubble. MLB starting regular season, not in a bubble, though. Kind of problems because Florida just has to fuck it up for everyone again. Like we didn't see that coming well, with Miami, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, was it Florida or was it like two guys just going out? I mean, it probably it was, was. Flor- Florida men. Florida men. Florida, Florida team, but two guys going out kind of fucked it up for everybody. It sucks because you can't do a bubble a bubble for a full season, no. right? Like that's impossible. Of course. But, I mean, like, this was, like, immediate. Like, come on. And, of course, in, in the area, like, the the hardest hit area in Florida was Miami or Dade County, right? Like, so it's like, come on. It's like, did we not see this coming? But can we can we look at this as a as a positive in some aspects? That, yes. That they, that there was a fuck up, the worst possible, like, Code Red happened, and then they tested all the players that they played against all the personnel, all the other teams, and nobody tested positive besides the Marlins. So it's like Code Red happened. It was an irresponsible team, a couple of fuck-ups that went out and screwed it for everybody else, and we we got it under control. That's what I'm hoping for. Uh, that's just me being optimistic, not realistic. Well, that's, I am ve- yeah. I'm, very, I'm just being very positive at this point. Yes, that's all you can be because we want sports so badly. Absolutely. Yep. I mean, like, that's exactly what we like. We got to be positive about it. And you're right. Like, they, it sort of, I guess it sort of feels contained at this point to just the Marlins. So, yeah. I mean, already a triple A baseball team. Like, so who gives yeah. a shit? <laughs> Can we just relegate them for the season? Like, say, fuck you guys. You fucked up. You're done. That'd be nice. Yeah. And then just distribute the rest of the games throughout the, like, just add a couple extra games for the rest of the teams in the East. Sure. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, they they were well. This is what it's going to come down to for football, right? Personal responsibility. Yep. Like, how much do you care about it as a team mate in football? Do you care enough to not go out to that three hundred person barbecue or that strip club or wherever you're going to go? It's definitely going to be, uh, you know, difficult for them over a, you know. 16 game season you know you know especially with them it's like you only play once a week so you have that you know more downtime yeah. and it's gonna be a little more difficult i think but i mean look again optimism like the the one thing that's on their side is that they're used to injuries so they're used to to sub swapping people in and out so like if somebody does get sick if football is like, yeah, well, we're used to the next man up mentality. 
that's one thing I'm banking on, and I mean, but it's hopefully it's a little lower by September. We could always be hopeful about that. It's a little, it's a little different though when it's like, let's say, oh, Aaron Rodgers now has COVID. You know, next man up for three weeks. You know, is the rookie. You know, like yeah. That's that's gonna that's be fair. that's yeah. gonna be the um. Well, you're gonna miss one week, right? If you have it, is unless it... you're well. The problem, another well, one of the problems with the NFL too is that there are more fat athletes in the NFL than any other sport because <laughs> of the line and stuff. Both lines, so there's no other sport has fat athletes like that. So that that is a problem as well. I mean, I'm just I'm just concerned that like it, it could. I mean. This this season can be so ridiculous. I mean, like your team can be like let's say you're the Chiefs, right? And you're rolling, you're you know, you're making the playoffs and you, and all of a sudden Mahomes, COVID, you know, done. Like like it it could and it could just shift on a, on like a so quickly. Like I I'm just it's crazy. Hey, hey, no no no, none of that. We're being positive. We're being positive. <laughs> I mean, we already saw um speaking of the Chiefs, Damian Williams has opted out of playing this year. Um, I just saw Nate Solder opted out of playing which, for the Giants, which makes what Clyde Hilaire. Oh well, yeah, he was gonna take his a job top, anyway. <laughs> number, but he's is he a first round pick now? Uh, maybe. I at would, least a second. Yeah. He's definitely a second round pick. He's definitely a second round pick. If he's hanging at the end of the second, early third, I think you. you can if scoop he's him hanging up. at mid-second, I'm scooping him up. Without Williams, are you kidding me? Yeah, I mean that on that offense on a, on, a, on a guy who could you know catch out of the backfield and uh, and is a good pass blocker too and for yeah so he's, for he's being a small he's, guy he's getting scooped up mid second and if he's not I'm scooping him up mid second <laughs> this is yeah it's just the good offense I want I want as many points opportunities but also this is um this is just is this just I plan to opt out because it's not like you say you opt out, and that's forever, right? What if the curves go down in the south in two weeks, and it looks good by well, September? You could come back, right? What does well, opt out what mean? What was the the um, uh, player on the Braves, um, Markakis? He said, "Oh, you know, he, three weeks ago he was like, I'm out, and then he is today. He was like, you know, what? I I think they have it under control enough. I feel comfortable coming back." I mean, yeah. So this, this isn't forever. I mean, what if just like what if the South goes by the North trajectory and it's, you know, really terrible, really painstaking for a month and a, a month or so, and it goes down. Maybe they're just going through the spike that we went through two months ago, um, and it's decent by September. You never know if people are gonna decide to come back. I mean, yeah, that's true. And know. also, like all the like, the European soccer leagues, like I don't follow it that closely, but I haven't seen any like I haven't seen any reports of any soccer player that many soccer players getting it from playing in games. So like, and that's a much more close and physical game than baseball is. Yeah, it's not going to be the gameplay, right? That they get it. It's going it, to be what they do outside yeah, of the game. It, yeah, it basically seems like it's just. If you're in an enclosed space for a while with a bunch of people, so hopefully sports is okay then. I'm trying to be optimistic here. 
For sure. Especially since I bought DK stocks. I would like sports to happen. It was up 36 something some today, so there you go. I saw that. Yeah, it was nice. <laughs> it's been All big. right. One of you one of you guys are gonna have to send me send me some a free stock so I can get in on wait, this wait, DK. Wait. Yeah, let me do it. Let me do it for you. Let me send you Robin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want. I don't want to be the only one left out of this of the DK train. Sure, I, mean, I would love a free stock. I mean, I've I've been told. I don't know. I'm surprised you guys haven't heard. I've been mentioning this to everybody for like since April or May, basically. Pretty sure. Yeah, April, actually. But probably not us though. I'm surprised. Us. I'm surprised. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. This is the first time I'm hearing about it. it. it no way to be the first time you're hearing about it, John. First All time. Right. So let's put a percentage on the football season. I'm I'm still at sixty, which is I think where I ha- where I was last podcast. I'm not up or down at all. I, you know, there's there is a there is a bump in baseball, but they're still playing. So I think I'm just where I was, sixty percent. I think John was at fifty. I think you were at sixty, and I was at seventy. And I think I think I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna be, I'm gonna try and be optimistic. I'm gonna stay at seventy as well. So I'm I'm gonna say it's gonna happen. I'll I'll join you up in the '60s just because like how baseballs handle it. They've I'm sure football is much harder to uh, change the schedule, but baseball had a has a bunch of tests and they haven't stopped. So I'm I'm going up to sixty. Ooh, and it right. was really that's nice. It was very encouraging that everybody tested negative in baseball. Besides, I think there was one away team like the guy who was prepping the away team locker room in philly that tested so that's that's good i mean they can it was just one team contained and that team played another team and didn't infect that other team so that i mean that's obviously not going to be the same in football because they come in contact with each other but you're hoping it also infections are lower by then we're all hoping here but we need football guys yeah yeah america, america needs football for sure. Yeah. I mean, j- just like the ratings for like the opening games of baseball and even the hockey like preseason games have been ridiculous. People people want it. And I'm not saying that you have to push through it no matter what, but no, it would be really no, nice. No, no. You don't want athletes to die or yeah. get extremely sick or anything, obviously. But um, and that I think baseball getting canceled would have been justified if it spread to the Phillies, if it spread to the Yankees who play the Phillies. If this thing like caught fire and spread to other teams, then you just cancel baseball because you don't want to. You're not going to. You don't want to see the athletes be at risk. But they tested everybody, and it was it got stuck to one team because they a couple players didn't follow protocol. So then it's like, well, if you weren't ready for this, then why did you start the season? Like, if you weren't ready for a couple people fucking up, then yeah. you might as well have never started the That's season. That's true, yeah. But you gotta hope that, like, this is, like, a blip and, like, other players look at this and be like, well, we can't fuck up because if we do, then, you know, it's only a matter of time before they do cancel the season, so. Yeah. Well, the big thing that I've... And it's makes a lot of sense that you hear is that what happens when a team is mathematically out is are their players just going to quit because it's like, why put myself at risk? Hmm. Didn't even think of that. Yeah. That could be a interesting, uh, interesting point of, didn't even think of that. Yeah. I, I think football players are cut from a different cloth though. I don't think there's many quitters in football. I think they're just different people. 
than than sports normally. I could be wrong, but I just it just feels like football players are fucking crazy and they just want to play. Yeah, I mean, also such like such short careers. Like, if you have a chance to play, you're gonna want a chance to play and make money and possibly earn a spot for next year too, and like keep your name, um, like keep your name at the top of GM's minds and everything. Well, yeah, that that's that that's a really valid point about like really the shortest career of any sport or you know yeah and except for yeah except for like the star players and yeah and like so like someone like a like a nate solder who's like i'm gonna opt out it's like yeah because you just you've made your money and well he also like his kid has cancer and he had cancer I, too like, no, that, I get it, but that's I'm, very understandable no no i like, get it but i'm saying like but but i'm saying it's a caliber of, of him where like he is okay because he has the money whereas someone else who's like well you know let's say like a, a young running back who's like you know those are the shortest careers of any yeah. you know yeah. they, they need to try and make a name for themselves so like they're gonna or like play. the second string linebacker isn't gonna opt out you know so like i feel like that guy who's hanging on by a thread yeah 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 also, not that that's right or wrong look at, at, no matter if a player wants a play or not i have i would like to think that the sport will cancel the season if too many people get sick, but let's just hope they put protocols in place where that doesn't happen. Yeah, I mean, and now and football can learn from baseball how to operate without a bubble and everything that needs to go into that. Obviously, a lot bigger teams too, though. So hopefully they can learn and protect the players and also have the season. We can only hope because, I mean, I'm just clamoring for it. I mean, it's... it's yeah. I, I don't even know. I like we talked about it last time. I don't even know what I'd do September through December with no with no football. Betting betting a lot of ponies. Yeah, but it sucks because it's the <laughs> summer right now. So you're like you're feeling fine. Like there's not even that there's things to do cuz I'm not even really going out much at all. Obviously Jersey you can't do a lot or a lot of places you can't. Um so it's not going to be doing much, but at least it's still the summer you still got the summer vibe but once it starts getting colder and you don't have football that sucks yeah, yeah. oh yeah. short short days come home it's dark yeah that's what it is the show yeah you're right when it starts when you're still in your office or at your work and the sun is down before you even get out and you're that's like rough. Oh, fucking a yeah. yeah yeah like yeah like after work i Run outside, work out, like, chill outside on my balcony and eat dinner and then, like, chill out. Like, I have, like, my nice little schedule, spend a lot of time out, spend as much time outside as possible. But when it gets cold, that's impossible. Yeah. And you need that football. Need that football. And then, uh, yeah, and then I need to turn on NFL Network or whatever and watch uh, people talk for three uh, hours. I turned on NFL Network uh, two days ago and it was just like they were – they're showing the top hundred players of 2019, and I'm like, yeah. Ugh. I'm like, I just started watching The Last Dance that came on Netflix recently. I know I'm late to the game, but that has uh, satiated my sports until basketball comes back, at least. Ah, great! Nice. One of my favorite documentaries. It's Jordan, been really good. Yeah, Jordan just as a person is so interesting, and the whole one one. 
how far are you? I am on episode four. Okay. Did they do the Rodman episode then? Yes. Oh, Rodman's great. Oh, for sure. Just the work, <laughs> the workman-like attitude of people, sport athletes, everybody. Everybody was a. And I don't want to bring it to this place that we go to every now and then, where it's like people opt out of their contracts three years before it's due and stuff. And that this could lead us into the Jamal Adams thing. Mm-hmm. But just the workmanlike attitude of everybody, athletes included, in the 90s and anything before 2015 probably, is kind of refreshing to see. Like, you might be disgruntled, but hey, you signed a contract. Fucking go out there and do your contract type of thing. And that's law. That's like a that's a new thing. That's a five-year-old thing where you're allowed to, it's always like it's personal rights are the rights. Nobody cares about the team, the business, the anything. And it kind of sucks when you uh, watch a documentary like that and look back at how there used to be some camaraderie and stuff. That, yeah. I mean, I, I will not buy any other Jersey besides like the biggest star on a team. Cause they're not going to be around. Like, unless you're like, an Aaron judge or a quarterback of a football team, there's a pretty good chance you're either going to leave in free agency or try to talk yourself into a trade somewhere else. Like I would have, I would have loved to have a Jamal Adams Jersey and that, but now it would be, it'd be useless now. And how are people even, I don't get how anybody defends him because you're a rookie and you have two years left on your deal. Like, how is that a thing? They I, went, I don't know. They, he led his team to 16 and 32. They can easily go 16 and 32 without him. Exactly. I just I just don't know how that's a thing. Like, why are media people on the side? Why is anybody on this side? Like, how can you start demanding shit and talking trash when you've never done anything? Like, you're a top seven safety. Good for you, fucking bro. Like, what the <laughs> hell? Like, top I don't three, understand. Top three. <laughs> Yeah, maybe, maybe top three in some metrics, but go, go on. Fine. You get two for great trade. Go Joe Douglas. I'm not a Jets fan, but like, good job by him getting two first round picks. That's insane. And do you know how quickly some of these stars can fade? Like, I mean, out of nowhere, I mean, getting two first round picks for a safety is ridiculous. So now I don't know if this is just because I'm a Jets fan, but I'm usually almost always on the side of the players like. They have a very short earning potential. They should try and get everything they can to set themselves up for the rest of their lives. But there's got to be a way of doing this where you play for more than two years and then all of a sudden you're like, you know what? I'm just going to trash. Even though everything he said about Adam Gase may have been correct and I've thought about it as well. But like you don't burn your coach, burn your GM. And I mean – We'll see about the allegations about Woody Johnson too, and burn your owner, and like not just get immediately shipped off. Yeah, I mean, you know what you do? You your players' association bargains for shorter rookie deals, like right? That's what you would do. But they care more about veterans getting their money, and that's what a lot of players' association in every sport tilted for in the mid to late 2010s they yeah. signed deals that favored 
veterans and high money people. I mean, which is fine, but then you have to expect that the like the GMs are going to be very smart about it, and then extremely and uh, value the you know the the controlled low cost rookie contracts over you know bidding crazy amounts of money for like you know pretty good players in free agency and spending you know a lot more money than they're actually worth on the field for sure and you don't think that jamal adams couldn't have gotten a race like it's not like the jets wouldn't have given him a race it was talking shit about everybody that he possibly could in the jets and set and demanding the top salary there was type thing like it it's not like he came for some middle ground raise yeah. and got swatted away. It's just this, like, I deserve to be the highest paid player mentality, even though I'm two years in the league and haven't done anything. I'll say, yeah, fine. Like, give me, like, hey, I've outperformed my contract, all, like, already. Like, I, like, he said he wanted to be a jet for life. That was obviously a fucking lie. Just be like, I would like $10 million a year for whatever, five years or four years, whatever, until like the new money comes in, the new TV deal comes in. And he just had to be like, you know what? I want to be the highest paid safety. I want to be the highest paid defensive player for a safety. Like in football, more than any other sport, there's hierarchies to positions. There's the top four getters are obviously quarterback, offensive lineman, pass rusher, and corner. Like, if you're outside those four positions, you're kind of fucked. Like, like it sucks to say, but, like, you're kind of, like, you're a little bit fucked when it comes to demanding a lot of guaranteed money. For sure. But does it suck because you don't mean as much? I mean, is it's like, does it suck that you get paid less on the bench as a basketball, like, the seventh man on a basketball player, on a basketball team? Does it suck if you're the utility player? in baseball and don't get paid as much like if you don't mean as much to the game you're not going to get paid as much that doesn't suck that's just sports sports are the ultimate like darwinism philosophy like well, the the amount you mean is the amount you get paid okay yes but i would say that like it's like if a if a center in the nba if like hakeem olajuwon was in today's nba he would not be as highly valued as he was in the 90s because that position has kind of gone away. That's kind of tough to say because he's a top 20 player ever. All right. Um, I don't know. What, what's uh, Sabonis? If, if, he was, if he was in today's NBA. I mean, I guess his son is kind of good. You just pulled Ar- Arvita Sabonis out of your ass? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, Sabonis is an amazing passer, and he gets paid a lot of money. Yeah, that's true. Demontis, he gets no, paid a uh, lot. No. His dad, his dad. Oh, but, uh, his dad. Well, best, pa- best, best passing big man ever. Jesus Christ, stop poking holes in my shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, your shit deserves holes. I'm just, uh, but basketball is five people, so you're yeah. talking about starters. I'm saying, like, if you valued a safety and you, you pa- pass it over to another sport, that's like a seventh man on a basketball team. That's fair. Okay. I got you now. Because unless you're Ed Reed, like you don't like how many Ed Reed, Bob Sanders in our, and just in our lifetime, how many safeties do you know that really change the game? Like four, five. Ex- exactly. And that's like in the last 10 years, it's just not, 
Corner, yes. If you're shutting, if, if you're Richard Sherman and shutting down the side of the field, or you're fucking Darrell Revis and shutting down the best player on a team, you mean a lot. You mean everything to a game. But yeah. if you're just guarding the middle, like that's not that big of a thing. You have to really I mean, go nuts. Like you have to, like you have to be like that, like once in a generation player. And I don't see Jamal Adams being that guy. Like he's as really a, good. As a safety, though, he's really good. He might not. He's just may not be like all time. But sure. Whatever. That that was Seattle's problem. I mean, I'm so sure. It's like, a good. I'm sure he'll so it's do a good deal overall. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure Seattle, like obviously with Earl Thomas, like they they love that type of uh, Cam Chancellor. They love that type of safety. Pete Carroll's gonna go nuts with him. I'm sure. Yeah, no, he's definitely gonna do like I mean, he's gonna succeed in that in that defense, obviously, with Pete Carroll, but like that was a haul. Again, yeah. for a safety. When we when we joked about how a safety couldn't get drafted in the first round this year, uh and two two first round draft picks were now given up for him. Two first and a third, um for Jamal Adams and a fourth. And they also got a, a slot corner slash safety in return, who's not bad. Obviously, not up to Jamal's level, but Brian, are you no, okay? Very, are you okay over there? Very good return. <laughs> Look, he was a yeah. Sorry, I was. <laughs> I, I couldn't find my phone charger, but I finally did. Um, he's a very good player. That's not debatable. But is he good enough to sit out for a year, not get anything for him, and? Do the whole song and dance? No, no, not at all. What they did was perfect. What they did was right. The um, no, I was if he was gonna continue to bitch and moan and they weren't gonna be able to find a deal for him, I was perfectly fine with letting him sit sit on the bench for the rest of his contract with the Jets, and then he can go off and try and find uh, whatever deal he could find as a free agent. Like if he wasn't gonna play and they couldn't find a deal. Don't force him to play and just let him sit on the bench and stew. I don't care. I, I, that, that's where I was at. Well, thankfully you don't have to worry about that because yeah, you got you got what you got from him. And look, I like it. I like it for the Jets. So yeah, I mean two first. Oh yeah, like I said, two first. Like Joe Douglas, see what he like. See how his first draft played out in a short amount of time as the GM. So yeah, all right. Well. I mean, like, um, he, he seems to be a good trader. The one with the, the trade with the Giants, this trade. He seems to be on his shit in a way that Jets are usually not on their shit. I also think he knows, like, uh, I think he knows cap and just what every position means to the cap. And he was perfect at that with the Eagles, where nobody mm. made over a certain amount of money unless you're at a certain position. So that's like probably the most important thing for an NFL GM. Oh yeah, I mean the Jets have been awful at cap management. They they fluctuate so much. You got to work yeah, a lot Joe, of magic. Joe Douglas is one of the best in the game, and you should definitely feel very happy having him. But all right, so now that we got our uh, our preambles out of the way, our uh, well, my Jamal Adams kind of kind of ranting about losing a also they just have two of their last 10 first rounders on the team still which is 
a ridiculous stat. That just shows how bad their drafts have been. I mean, yeah. Same thing with the Giants, dude. Well, you have, it's the same thing. Well, you have, you have, you, you, if you, you can't retain draft picks, then you're not going to be a good team. I mean, especially first round draft picks. You I mean you got to be? Those are the ones you got to really you got to hit on those. Well, I'll say yeah. Those, <laughs> should, those should be the gimmies. And if you can't even hit those, you're not hitting your second. Like we know the Jets and second round draft picks are god awful, and the Jets and third round picks don't even like I don't even know anyone on it. So and that's where the Saints have been amazing. They've been smashing every draft pick in the first three rounds for the last four years, which has been crazy. Which I mean, you know, Knockwood maybe they'll actually put it together this year because. Time is just about run out on them after this year. So, what they got a uh, first? They got a uh, Hall of Fame future Hall of Fame quarterback. Uh, what's Taysom Hill, I know Taysom, Taysom Hill. Hill. Yeah, yeah. No, you meant you meant Jameis Winston. <laughs> first <Dude>. round tender. <laughs> I, I, first I, round tender. Taysom Hill. I completely forgot Jameis was on the Saints. Hell I yeah. like. Yeah. Right. Who, who's basic <laughs> eyes, Jameis? Sorry, that's it. The uh, yeah, I say the NFL is not ready for Jameis. Being able to see, yeah. Imagine him being able to see twenty twenty vision throwing it to Michael Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders. I mean, come on, that's or pretty just solid. Like, Hell yeah! Not even that, just not throwing it to the linebacker right away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's 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 a good thing. It's a good thing. But uh, we keep losing Brian for like a hot second. But hopefully he uh, he joins really? us again. Really? Wait, wait. Oh no, 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 Brian, you're, you're, oh, you're still there. Take away his video. video. We lost you before. No, 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 no. You're losing me visually because I'm talking into my phone. No, I mean you're literally your your video is going out and then coming back in. But uh, last time you actually yeah, yeah. Don't worry about my video. Can okay. you hear me fine? Yeah, yeah, yeah we yeah, hear you fine. Yeah, yeah. I just I yeah, Anthony, don't don't panic and stop it. And I did it. Like, I did it. Like, look. He actually, quote-unquote, left the call like five minutes ago when we were talking about Jamal Adams, and uh, I, I just let it keep going and let you keep talking, and then he joined the call again, and I was like, yes, less editing for me. <laughs> Dude, it's just, it's just the video because it's the phone. Don't worry about that. Listen to the voice. Can you hear my voice? Yeah, we Listen can hear you. Yes. Yeah, 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 we're good. We're good. <laughs> all, right. all right, all right. So let's get on to the real, the real reason why we're here tonight. Um, our quarterback rankings, always the first – the first of our preseason episodes that we do, uh, the top 25 quarterbacks that we like for the upcoming fantasy season. Let's go. I don't know, we want to do one through five, six through ten, go by fives. Do you want to start at the top? Or you want to start at the bottom? Start at the top, obviously. Let's get the big boys. Right, out let's there. get the big boys out of the way. Yeah, let's do first. Let's do top five because okay. I don't want to go too, you know, at least with the first like ten, do do yeah. five, you know, or something like that. All right. Uh, my top five are Mahomes one, Lamar Jackson two, Kyler Murray three, Russell Wilson four, and Dak five. Interesting. Interesting. All right. So, so the Mahomes, let's talk about the Mahomes Jackson thing. So I had it the same way as you Mahomes first Jackson second. You're, are you more comfortable with the kind of like, you know you're getting a sure thing with Mahomes rather than the upside of Jackson. Um, Jackson was far and away the top scorer last year. I mean, I would, I, I'd be lying if I didn't say if I said that the, like his his frame and how much he likes to run kind of worries me for injury potential. And I just think, yeah, I, just, I, I don't, know. yeah, Mahomes is probably more of the sure thing. They're both going to get drafted 
in the first mm-hmm. round, probably. So you think, you both? think first round both? Wow. wow, yeah, that's that's that's. I mean, you, you know what? Or I would... high second round. I do second round for both. Yeah. Uh, so like, like if you want any of these, either of these guys, you're gonna have to hunt the quarterback. I mean, it's not gonna just fall into your lap in like the you know fourth all fifth right, round. Wait, before we get into it though, all right? So all right, so you had wait Mahomes, you had Jackson, Murray, Wilson, and Prescott, right? Yeah. All right, uh, Brian, who are your five? Because then we can get into talking about them. All right, so we're all gonna go five first. Yeah. All right, my top five were Mahomes, Jackson, Wilson, Watson, Murray. All right, mine were I went. I'm not, not canceling. Sorry. All right, sorry. You go. Yeah, yeah. I was uh, Jackson one, Mahomes two, which was like it's literally one. To be honest, it's one A one B, but Jackson, so Mahomes, Wilson, Murray, and Prescott. Okay, so I was the only one with Watson still in my top five. Yeah, you. Uh, you. Uh, I love. Just the, I love Watson, that, but I, yeah, it, it's too much. I, so I, I think I think he's gonna run. He's gonna run more without Hopkins. But but run with the I mean he doesn't have a great offensive line he 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 has well a, he has Tunsil now he, had, he was one of the best linemen no I know but that not one lineman a, a line a makes um and also he has a running back who we don't know what he could I mean is he any is is David Johnson now any better than Carlos Hyde last year. No. Probably, I'd say I'm gonna say probably. HGAs from Bill O'Brien's chin or <laughs> something. Okay. All right, all right. My thing is, you take you take away Hopkins. Terrible. Hopkins, amazing receiver, obviously, but you add a full season of one of the best left tackles in the league, just statistically last year. David Johnson could at least catch the ball out of the backfield when healthy. Cobb is a safety blanket, and I just think he's gonna run more. I just think he. He scores too much to be complete. I don't think you like so. Say Tyreek Hill left Mahomes. Like, are you going to drop Mahomes? I know that's not accurate because that's completely not accurate. <laughs> no, I, I, I know that Hopkins is much better than Tyreek Hill, but I don't think you you drop Watson. Like, I just think he's still the. At the top, the problem with the problem with Watson in the in like, don't get me wrong, Watson is my number six, so it's not like he's dropped far. See, but yeah, so it like and Jack no, is my number six, so, so it's not like we have much difference. Yeah, so it's not like we're like saying no Watson way back. It's just that like when you look at what uh, Watson has lost in Hopkins, yeah, they got Brandon Cooks, which everyone keeps. I think we keep forgetting. Um, he's not. I he I know you forgot I right. Forgot that. I yeah, forgot that. he not. He he's not a true number one, Brandon Cooks. He yeah, he could spread the field. He's fast. Um, you know, Randall Cobb is a fleeting veteran who you know can catch the ball. You know, he still he's still he's, he's, he's still, still capable. Un, he's still under thirty. He, that, can you believe that? Randall Cobb has been in the league for twenty years. Yeah, th- and he's still twenty nine. He must be fudging his uh, his uh, birth certificate because I feel like maybe he's been twenty nine for the past three years. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's, he's, a, he's a regular Danny Almonte. So, um. Either way, uh, I don't. I just don't like. I, yes, Tunsil is great, but the rest of the line is suspect. David Johnson can't stay healthy. They, they just, but also much better than Lamar Miller. No, Mel, well, Lamar Miller didn't even play last year. Much better than Carlos Hyde. Yes, agree, I will agree with both of those. Yeah, that, know, yes. but, let's, but Lamar Miller was always like the guy that you thought about then. Yes, of course. Much better. So yeah, I will give you that. But when you look at what Prescott, I know, I know you have the whole thing with the Prescott and the and the um, 
the the contract and all the bullshit. But he has Amari Cooper. He's got uh, what the hell's his name? Why can't I think of it? It's uh, not coming to me. Michael Gallup. Michael Gallup. Thank you. And now now he has CD Lamb. Like he has these three wide receivers. Go along with Ezekiel Elliott. Like he has weapons like crazy. I just I can't like. I can't do it. I can't put Watson over Prescott with with the so amount he's going of to weapons. Top five offense, top three maybe. I mean, they do have an aging line, and one of and one of their line top linemen retired. I'll put that aside. They have an they have a top five offense, but there's more of a chance that Ezekiel Elliott is going to run into the end zone in Dallas. Then somebody, then David Johnson is going to get a handoff run at the end zone. I think in Houston, I just think there's more touchdowns for Watson. But I think you have more chances for long touchdown passes in Dallas than you do in in Houston. For sure. And look, Dak was amazing last year, um, but he showed that he can he can dip too. He's like the fucking. Uh, Julio Jones of quarterbacks right now. <laughs> like, don't you say dude, that? Don't you say that? The, the dude is going to finish in the top. The dude is going to finish in the top five and have like a few amazing weeks. And I don't know. I had Dak last year, and it was like, wow, when he's like, this is great. And then, but then there was a couple games where I was like, Dak, you just fucking lost it for me. Yes, of course, and I and I get that, but I just think with Cooper and Gallup just getting better. And now you have CeeDee Lamb, who I thought was the number one wide receiver in the draft, going yes. to the Cowboys. I mean, that is just I, – I, that is ridiculous wide receiver core. Like, you, that is immediately, like – All right. So tops. we're arguing Dak versus Watson, but, but we're not even talking about Murray. We're just throwing – we're all, all three of us are throwing Murray in the top five without even thinking about it. Well, I mean, I have I I, I bet money on Murray being the MVP. So, wow. Uh, I um. Well, it was that's like. Not, well, it was like side not, action. It's gonna be again. Well, it was like eighteen dollars for four hundred and fifty. So yeah, I'm well, gonna that, do it. That's not. <laughs> also, thank you for that odds booster. you on the first night of the NBA. No problem. Look, I, I do what I can. That's why I thought I told you about DraftKings. It's because I I, try, I always talk to you about DraftKings. <laughs> no, you you talk about DraftKings. You talk about odds boosters, not this. My that odds booster was that odds booster was insane. That's nice. that's an insane odds booster. You, you can't uh, go wrong. But anyway, Kyler Murray. Look, he gets DeAndre Hopkins, so he gets the wide receiver that yeah. the, that Deion, uh, sorry, Deshaun the, the Watson, you know, was accustomed to for the past few years. So he gets a top three wide receiver in the league. He also has the 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 never retiring veteran in Larry Fitzgerald. He has like. I mean, he has legs. I think they're going to use and him Christian more. Kirk. Christian and Kirk. Christian Kirk. And Christian Kirk, yes. And Christian Kirk. Don't even give me – yeah, Christian Kirk. And now they got your boy um, from uh, from uh, Miami, the running back, Kenyon Drake. Like they, Kenyon they, Drake they, is they, my boy. I, mean, they... I was waiting for you to say his name. <laughs> <laughs> Kenyon Drake was insane the last five weeks of the season. Four weeks more, I guess. So more four. But still insane. Yeah, so like I like Kyler Murray, and like if if we've seen anything, uh, quarterbacks in their second year, quote unquote, even though because Mahomes barely played his first year, and same thing with like uh, Lamar, um, those quarterbacks both the last they ended up both being MVPs, right? Mahomes ended up being the MVP two years ago. Yeah. Lamar Jackson ended up being the MVP last year. So 
Sure. Kyler Murray's gonna be MVP right. this year. That that's the way that's that's my thought process. Can I give my rebuttal? It's not even a rebuttal because I'm agreeing with you mostly. <laughs> I don't think he's gonna be the MVP because I think Mahomes is far and away the best player in the NFL. And it's not I, I don't think it's close. Obviously he had the terrible knee that didn't even really affect him. It affected him for two weeks at most, maybe three. Um, I think he's far and away the best player in the NFL. And then Lamar Jackson can do his running thing and fucking get a lot of points. So those they're one and two easy. Either order you want to put it. I, I would start a team if I was a real team. Mahomes, with yeah. Mahomes. Yep. If I'm fantasy, I don't know who to pick uh, between those two. But Kyler, my biggest concern with him last year is somebody who drafted him as my first quarterback for our league, John. And I had a pretty good year. First year I ever missed the playoffs, and I think I came in at at uh, seven and I uh, know at eight at five. I came in at eight and five and missed the playoffs. I was very upset. Um, and he was my starting quarterback. And my biggest frustration with him is he never actually ran the ball much. And I think maybe that's probably the best thing because he's very elusive and if he didn't run the ball last year he might have just been he had a terrible line and was feeling things out maybe more of that is to come this year because when he ran he was on but he would have games where he had like 90 yards rushing on three rushes and then he would have games where he had barely any yeah well look it's it was he was a rookie too so like I just think he's gonna get better and better and like of course do I really believe he's gonna be MVP not really but you know, it was worth it. Was, it was it was worth it. <laughs> so he's in our two, he's in all three of our top fives. That's all yeah. we had to say, right? Yeah. We yeah. all and we, so we all have Wilson at three. No, uh, I have Wilson at four. four. I I just constantly like I I put a note next to every player. Like I I, I ranked at all twenty five, and I put like I had like a little note of why I have them where they are, and I literally just put. Russell Wilson consistently underrated in fantasy football. Every year he For gets. Sure. Every year people forget that like he ends up always being like a top five quarterback, and because he goes he goes, two hundred seventy five yards, fifty yards rushing, at least two touchdowns every game. That's what he does. He goes, two hundred seventy five yards passing, <laughs> at least fifty yards rushing, two touchdowns, and that's his that's his floor. It's just it's 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 it's. It astounds me when I was like, you know, I just look at like other websites and like, you know, all the experts again, like Russell Wilson in like eight or nine. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, what? Like, who are you? Like, people, there are people who are putting Josh Allen over Russell Wilson, and they should be shot. Like, well, that's so- that's the typical Russell Wilson thing. Always undervalued, but he's the main cog in that Seattle offense. Yeah. It doesn't matter if they have Chris Carson or. Whoever else at running back, who like, you know, Doug Baldwin, Tyler Lockett, whoever else other other receivers or garbage garbage offensive line, and he just because yeah. he just he'll he'll make up like you know the play will he, take he twenty was, seconds. He was born with a bad offensive line, like he he thrives in that shit. So can we say no matter the um, no matter the storyline of the rest of the media of the NFL of whatever we we've held true to two QB principles for like six years now and the one might be coming back we've had russell wilson in the top five to seven every year and you know another guy we've had in the top five to seven who might be on a comeback and 
we've always ranked him high for fantasy. Cam Newton. We never rank Cam Newton low in this podcast. Ooh, well, okay. <laughs> I'm not. All right, I'm just saying. I'm just saying we've consistently been high on Russell Wilson and Cam Newton, and it's never bit us in the ass. Last year, obviously an injured Cam Newton, but they've consistently been top five in fantasy for over five years now. Besides last year with Cam Newton. Yeah, and uh, I, I, I definitely do have Cam Newton outside of the top 10, but I am one of those people who will probably be drafting him as I feel like he will be falling well further than that. I, you know, it, I have him higher yeah. than, I have him higher than, than uh, players that I know are going to get drafted over him, for sure. For sure. And that's fair to say. I'm just saying as we talk about Russell Wilson being the ever-so-steady real quarterback, Cam Newton has been the ever so steady fantasy quarterback. I do have him in my top ten, but just inside my top ten. Yeah, it was tough. It was tough, but I could see why I have him eleven. Although, he, like I said, very easily can be top five. But that's okay. are you. But are you drafting for that upside of, you know, Cam Newton can fuck around and. The, all right, so the ceiling of Cam, Cam Newton this year is LeGarrette Blunt as a quarterback. When LeGarrette Blunt scored over twenty, <laughs> around, scored almost twenty touchdowns on the Patriots because he just got two yard touchdown after two yard touchdown. It, yeah, yeah. That, that is honestly my wet dream for Cam Newton this year. <laughs> is that he LeGarrette Blunt's it? That would be nuts. That'd be nuts. He throws for like fifteen touchdowns but runs for Some twenty. Dry, that'd be dry nuts. Yeah, because who is better than the Patriots at getting to the two-yard line? And think about the guy that has failed for the last year and a half. Sony Michelle? <laughs> Sony Michelle, exactly. So you take Sony Michelle out and you put in Cam Newton, I'm feeling good about that. I'm starting to, you know, get a little boned up from that. There you I'm, go. I'm boned up. <laughs> All right, I got excited. Um, yeah, not as excited so, as Brian. So am I talking you? Am I talking you into this? Uh, oh, you don't have to talk me into Cam Newton. I, I was I mean, fantasy dessert of Cam oh, Newton. I was right. talking about Cam full, Newton before that. Come on. Full full disclosure: I have Cam Newton a lot lower. Ugh, John. But that was just the. This is the whole like Patriots like, like they have like eight guys already opting out. No, and that's okay, like, John. By the time September rolls around, we'll have you boned up for Cam Newton. All We're right. gonna bone you up. <laughs> Can we stop saying bone, please? Nah, boned up. Probably not. I'm just thinking of all the within five yard opportunities the Patriots have had the last few years, and there's nobody better. Yeah. At short yardage downs than Cam Newton. Running backs and quarterbacks included in that. Oh yeah. Yes. All right. Let's move. All right, let's let's, let's six move to on. Ten. Let's do it. All right, six, all right. the aforementioned Deshaun Watson. Uh, also, just side note, like, when was the – I mean, is this the first time in NFL history that, like, probably the six best quarterbacks in the league have all been African-American? I was thinking that when I put it together, too. Black quarterbacks are yeah, yeah, thriving yeah. right now. Like, Shit. think of it, like, like it, what, the, the late 80s, the first black qu- quarterback won a Super Bowl, and, like, it's been, like – a thing for our entire lives and now the six best and all of them are pretty much really young like that's... all right well that's by 
fantasy because yeah. Still, I mean, best by fantasy or not, it's still um. I mean, it's close. Even if it wasn't like just Best Buy Fantasy, it's pretty ridiculous. Like how good they are. And John, you are one hundred percent correct in saying, like they're all young. Like yeah. what is? I mean, well, well, Wilson, yeah, Wilson is what like thirty almost. Thirty-one, thirty-one, like probably. around that area. Like I'm, I'm very bad with ages because it really baffles me. Like I actually literally looked at like a like an old like um an old post where it said like. Oh, I got. I was happy Darren Sproles was coming to the Saints, uh, and that was yeah. like that was like nine years ago. I'm like, <laughs> sorry, I lost you guys. Like, That's all right. We just keep moving along. I figured that. Um, but if you were going to do be a franchise picking players, the first at least three are black quarterbacks, right? You do Mahomes, Jackson, Wilson, four Mahomes, Jackson, Wilson, Watson, and Murray. Well, if I'm a GM picking a team, I don't know if he's my number five pick. I would pick somebody like Aaron Donald before him, or oh, uh, oh I just I'm uh, sorry, I do you just talking quarterbacks. I do you just talking. No, no. If I was just like picking all players, I think my first four picks are Mahomes, Jackson, Watson, Wilson, in some order. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's I mean, it's yeah, very, yeah, yeah, that's about right. Very easy to see that. All right, so six to Sean Watson. Seven, uh, our boy, uh, can't hit the bra side of a barn, but we stick up for him all the time, Josh <laughs> Allen. Uh, number eight, Matt Ryan. He's in for a rena- renaissance season. Number nine, uh, you might want to trade him before his arm blows out in the second half of the season, Drew Brees. There it is. And ten, I fought this a little bit between a few guys, but <laughs> I, put, I, put, I put Tom Brady. Uh, that's funny. Wow, look at you. Mine is so much different than yours, but I'm proud of you for putting Tom Brady. Well, it's just the, the amount of weapons. Yeah, like, for sure. Right, it's wait, 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 wait. Let, let, wait. Before we get into it, Brian, go yeah. ahead. Not let me go. Brian. Brian goes. Okay. Because <laughs> every time I go into my notes, it goes back. So I have Dak six, Matt Ryan seven. I'm right there with John on a renaissance year. Mm. Josh Allen eight. Right there with John, Cam Newton nine, Tom Brady ten. All right, and I have, I have Deshaun Watson six, Matt Ryan seven, Josh Allen eight, Tom Brady nine, and my boy Drew Brees rounding out the top ten. So oh. we were all really close, but you had Drew Brees right in it. I have Drew Brees at eleven. I'll spoiler alert, John. I don't know why I forgot my list and acted like ours wasn't the same. <laughs> yeah, it was almost exactly the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just completely. I, I feel like I read my ten through fifteen, and I was like, oh wow, I'm so off from your. No, we had the same five through ten list pretty much. Well, Six through ten. Well, we all had Matt Ryan at seven. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, he has the, the one of the best wide receiver duos in Ridley and Julio Jones, and now they've added Todd Gurley. I mean, yes, you've lost Austin Hooper, which is a very good uh, red zone target. Um, but I believe they got Hayden Hurst, who's not you know not not the not the worst tight end. Yeah, uh, in, that, the, yeah. in the world. That that so. was my only. I I, dro- I had him at seven. I dropped him to eight and swapped him with Josh Allen just because it's either Julio's going to need to step up his red zone or uh, Calvin Ridley's going to have a monster season, which I think is also very possible. But that's a lot of red zone, like. Looks that yeah. he lost with he lost with Hooper. Well, it's funny you said Hooper because 
is Matt Ryan not the Austin Hooper of quarterbacks? You know he's going to finish seven. <laughs> he's not going to do any better. He's not going to do any worse. You just know, like, all right, well, the dude's going to finish seventh in quarterback. <laughs> yeah, all right, yeah, that, that, yeah, that's that's the perfect analogy. Uh, so yeah, he lost really the guy he is. <laughs> that's really weird. But, yeah, you're about right. Um, and with, with the whole Josh Allen thing is I – Look, they added Stefan Diggs, which is nice. and But the problem is, it's not his throwing ability that gets him where he is. It's really his running and his touchdowns. So, like, yeah, if, sure. if he can't keep that up, it, and he, I mean, he's got to get better as a quarterback or it's just not going to last, right? He's like, a white Cam Newton. But he's got to get better as a quarterback. He's got to get better as a he's quarterback. Wh- wham Newton. <laughs> he's Wham Newton. No, yeah, he's, he's George Michael Cam Newton. <laughs> no, he de- he definitely has to throw better. He's a terrible thrower of the football. But he barrels people over when he runs, which is exciting to see from a quarterback. But aren't we gonna aren't we gonna see Stefan Diggs just get pissed off really early at Josh Allen not being able to hit him on open routes? Like yeah, right. it's so it's gonna be bad. That 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 was my other quandary when, when putting together this list. A, how good is Stephon Diggs actually away from like being the premier receiver without having uh, Adam Thielen and Kyle Rudolph to Honestly, take pressure off of him in the middle. How do we possibly know? Because how good is Kirk Cousins? That and that was know. the other thing. That was the other thing. Kirk Cousins it, barely makes it on my list. So what? How good? How good is he, John? That's a great question because we don't know. What if Diggs has a great year? What if Josh Allen and Diggs Maybe. click? It's not a, It's not out of this realm. I mean, Allen does, did do well with John Brown. So, I mean, I he guess there, there is an opportunity. Um, and Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley. Skull, baby. Um, I mean, look, I that's why I have him eight. I mean, I, I've, I thought about dropping him a little bit, but... I gotta get you know. I'm giving him another opportunity to see if he could uh, just mature and, and progress with his arm. Like that. Well, you. It's not even that. You you have you have to put him in the top ten because of his running ability and the touchdowns that he gets. I, I was just gonna say the exact words that John said out of his mouth. You can't have him outside of the top ten. He was top five all last season. He had a couple bad games that dropped him into the eight category, but he still finished top ten. Like you can't have him outside. There's. Just no uh, scenario. I I I don't think there's a scenario he finishes outside the top ten in fantasy. Yeah, yeah. It's not. A, yeah, I didn't have to find a position for him. I was just. It was a couple spots where I was like in between. Like, all right, is this? Do I want Matt Ryan over him? Do I want Drew Brees over him? Like the more traditional quarterbacks. Well, that that was pretty much it. I mean, if I dropped him, it was I was gonna put Brady and Brees over him, and he was gonna be the number ten quarterback. But gotcha. That's gotcha. that's Running as far as he was going. Fantasy. Running is king. It is, but I mean, again, as John mentioned, Brady, I mean, the weapons. That it is, it is ridiculous that he just walks into a situation that is the exact opposite of the situation he was in 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 New England, where he has two of the best wide receivers, and now he has his best friend in the world, Gronkowski, back with him. Well, not only does he have two of the best wide receivers, I think it's. Like it's Tom Brady's best weapon. He has three really, really good tight ends, and he's yeah, and, and he's got crazy <laughs> amount of tight ends. That's right. He's like yeah, like that's like that's where like he's probably one of the best 
I don't know, like, I'm just, this is just off the top of my head. Like, I don't know any facts to back this up, but he's probably one of the best tight end quarterbacks of the past 20 years. Like, he made Martellus Bennett, like, an all-star. And, and the Bears looked at that, and they were like, how do we get uh, that many tight ends? And they just went above and beyond, but just have no talent in tight end. Well, they, 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 <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> they traded one and cut one, so I think they're only down to, I think they're down to nine now. They're like a third of their team. Do you think there's a chance that Brady on Tampa Bay has Peyton on Broncos vibe where he just unloads for a year? Probably. It's very possible. I I, I, I could 100% see it happen. I don't want to see it happen, but it probably will. But it could it definitely could. Uh, that's Is he in your top five, Anthony? He's in our top fives. Top ten. Top ten. I mean, top ten. Yeah, so. no, he's number nine. He's my number nine. So he's in all our top ten. So we all believe in him. Of course. Which... Oh yeah, absolutely. And like, like I said, I almost put him in front of Josh Allen because of that that possibility of what Manning did when he went to Denver that one year and just lit it up. And he had great weapons with him as well. So it's like, it's tough. It's 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 really tough. So. But whatever. And then, as we said, Breeze 10, adding Manuel Sanders helps. Finally. So. You guys want to move on to anyone? anything else in the top 10? You guys want to move to 11 to um, 15? No. All right. Do, I don't do, think so. Do 11 to 15. 11. Right. My number 11, Aaron Rodgers. Um, probably the first time in a decade he's been outside a top 10 list. Crazy. Or, outside or, all of our top 10. Yeah. Deservingly uh, so. Number 12, Baker Mayfield. 13, Matt Stafford. 14, Big Ben. 15, Carson Wentz. Wow. Go for it, Brian. We're going to, I think we're all going to be a little fucked up at 11 to 15. Like, yeah. we're not going to have the same. Yeah. Go for it, Brian. Let's see. I, I think we have a lot different. All right. I have. 11, Drew Brees, 12, Aaron Rodgers, 13, Tannehill, 14, mm-hmm. Carson Wentz, 15, Daniel Jones. Oh, wow. Apparently, this is real strange. I have Cam Newton, 11, Aaron Rodgers, 12, your boy Daniel Jones, 13. Wow. Baker Mayfield, 14, and Carson Wentz, 15. All right, we're kind of more sim- in sync than John is. Yeah. Well, I I have Daniel Jones at sixteen. But you with Matt? Well, I mean, I have two different ones way with you guys with Stafford and Tannehill. I have them yeah. much further down than you guys do. I have Stafford down. I I have Tannehill a little up just because of his last last half of the season. I it was tough, but I'll get into Tannehill. Uh, I guess I guess I could mention it now because you have him what? up here. Is that? Yeah, he had a great second half of the year. Um. But I still don't trust his wide receiver core, and they're gonna be a. I feel like they're still gonna be a real run heavy team with Derrick Henry. Yeah. I mean, I don't see for sure. I don't see him. I mean, yeah, he's he's gonna be a good, decent quarterback, but I just don't see it, you know, happening the way it it worked at the end of last season in fantasy. I don't think it's gonna be like that this year for him. And with Matthew Stafford, just to bring that up, because John had him in the top fifteen, um, you know he. Had a broken back, so that's that's always an interesting thing to come back from. And he seems like he has a broken back every year. But he also hasn't thrown for thirty touchdowns since two thousand fifteen, 
and before that, it was one time, and it was in 2011. So he only has thrown for 30 touchdowns once since 2011. All right, Stafford well, or is a bye week quarterback in fantasy. So I'm just that's why it's the worry. Well, me my about thinking Stafford. was, even though the Lions are transferring to a more um, running offense with I, I forget everyone's name. Um, <laughs> it's what, been what, so what, long. What was their rookie running back? Uh, I had him on my team. I, I, I'm completely blanking. Well, you had carry but, on, carry on Johnson. That was two years ago. He was a rookie two years ago, right? Yeah, but I mean, he still puts up yards. I think there's going to be a better team. The NFC North is not as daunting as it has been. And versus him versus Tannehill, I just trust Stafford more as a quarterback than Tannehill. Like, I. I don't know. I, I rank Tannehill twenty three. I just I, I could see him being a flash in the in the pan, and the Titans being a flash in the pan, more so. And I'm not saying Stafford the Lions are like we're good or anything. I just trust if I if I was in like the you know seventh round or whatever, and I pick between the two, I would take Stafford easily over Tannehill. And he's just not sexy for me. He doesn't. <laughs> They're both not sexy for me, but uh. Um, Aaron. Uh, what about Daniel Jones, though? You have him high. I have him high. You have him higher than me. Mainly, Crazy. well, because he's got some decent wide receivers. He's got one of, if not the best running back in the league. And he did show some flashes as a rookie. So, you know, I'd rather, and in these situations, I'd rather have the guy who has, you know, the is on the upswing, you know, in his career, young, he's working his way up, than a guy who, you know, like a Ben Roethlisberger, who, or even a Carson Wentz, you know, like Ben Roethlisberger's thirty-eight, coming off a season-ending injury, like that's that's scary for me. Uh, and Wentz is—you sort of know what you got with Wentz, and also get hurt. You know, he likes to get hurt, and he has wide receivers. <laughs> who, he has wide receivers who he can't likes catch the to ball. Get hurt. You know, like his, his, <laughs> definitely likes it. He does like it, and he um. I just you know you, you sort of know what you're getting from Wentz, whereas with Daniel Jones, I mean, you have that that. Sneaky unknown, where you know you've seen him, you know, throw a, a bunch and you know touch a ton of touchdowns. So it's like eh, I'd rather take Daniel Jones. Yeah, my thing is, you in his rookie year, you saw a couple forty-point fantasy games, and they spent three of their first four draft picks on linemen, and their first pick, they thought they picked the uh, best lineman in the draft. So you're hoping that they're right. But anyway, they still chose a lineman for a top five pick and then subsequently pick lineman. And you're think, and you hope a bottom five line turns into a middle of the pack. And if mm-hmm. he had a couple 40-point games, what's not to say that he has a few 40-point games. Yeah, why not? And that's way better than I think anything Wentz is going to put up with uh, you know, what he has to to work with. So the I mean, the Daniel Jones as a um as like a kind of like a sneaky pick, I I would definitely if he's sitting there kind of late in the draft, I'm definitely scooping him up cuz he definitely has the running ability and like Brian said Definitely has he had the forty point games. He also had a bunch of duds, but they have with a Slayton, um, Shepherd. Do they do they have Tate still? Tate, four Tate. Year Tate. Yeah. Uh, they have uh, Evan Ingram, and they have one of the best uh, running backs in the league. Yeah. So if they can figure out the offensive line, 
uh, if uh, Andrew uh, Nelson can swap to the left tackle. Thomas, yeah. Thomas, whatever, yeah. Andrew uh, Thomas, that's what I meant. He's not uh, lineman. You're not supposed to know his name. Uh, if he can swap to the left side and be um, um, like steady, then yeah. He just like it, uh, fantasy doesn't penalize uh, fumbles and turnovers as much in some leagues. So he for can sure. Definitely... Look, he has a terrible fun fumbling problem. I don't know if he's a good quarterback. That's not what I'm arguing. I'm not I'm not an irrational Giants fan where I'm like, Daniel Jones is the fucking franchise. I just saw him go nuts in fantasy a few weeks out of the year while he was getting pummeled. Um, so it's like, well, if he could do this while he's getting pummeled, maybe he could do it other times. But, yeah, he fumbles a lot. He's still not a good quarterback yet. But he also likes to rush for touchdowns and mm. throw dimes every now well, and again, then. Well, so, again, as, as we talked about, Josh Allen really isn't a good quarterback, but he's top 10. So, yeah, it's it's on. He's obviously not the um, the big imposing force that Josh Allen is or the athlete that Allen is. But, you know, he just reminds me so much of Alex Smith. Mm, yeah, you yeah you, you definitely have mentioned that prior. But, yeah, so, I mean, that's not bad. Look, again, the unknown. I like that more than the known of Wentz or someone like Roethlisberger. Um, and he's so close to Aaron Rodgers, mainly because Aaron Rodgers has just continued a downward spiral and has been overvalued for the past couple of years. Not saying yeah. he's not a bad quarterback. He has some of the fewest interception rate per, you know, you know pass attempts, I, can think, I think, in NFL history. Like he's up there. Uh, so he doesn't turn the ball over, but he's just not the fantasy quarterback he once was, you know, four or five years ago. So he doesn't take the chances he used to. I feel like they also have had a very good running back and a very competent running back first and second. Um, they've I feel like they've switched from where he used to uh, roll, just run around in the in the backfield a lot and shotgun and stuff and improvise to a less improv improvisational office. So, I mean, offense, sorry. <laughs> so I, uh, yeah, I just don't know if he's getting back to the heights. He might have a 60 point game out of nowhere. Oh, of course. Kind of like Drew Brees still does. Guaranteed but... to have something like that this year, but like that one game is not going to, you know, count for the, the 10 and 12 point games he's going to put up for you. Not at all. So, um. Yeah, I mean, anything else out of the top fifteen? I mean, we I think we both had Mayfield in there, two of us. Um, I Mayfield at twelve. I I just feel like I mean, as fourteen, I feel I just feel like a bounce back is coming back. There was way too much hype on him last year. He was being drafted in the top ten, top five quarterbacks. Being people were going mental with uh, Mayfield. Finally, you got to pull it back a little bit. You know, hopefully the offense gets back on track. They got the red zone in Hooper. Um. So, and, you know, maybe you know, Odell and uh, Landry, uh, you know, come together, work work nicely. And Chubb, you know, second. Chubb and uh, Kareem Hunt, you know, hopefully have a, a nice, uh, another nice season together. So I, I just well, I th- think it'll work I together. I think the, the, the Hooper is going to be the biggest addition because they sucked in the red zones. They were really, they were really bad in the red zone. And that's all, that's all Hooper does. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, red zone machine, definitely. So yeah, that's true. I also think they might have been bad in the red zone, and I, I watched a lot of 
like I think a lot of people watched Cleveland games last year because they drafted them heavy in fantasy, so I watched a lot. I'm obviously obsessed with Odell. They ran it three times in a row in the, in the red zone more than I've ever seen a team do that. It was just so absurd. They just would run it, run it, run it. And it's like, all right, well, that didn't work for three times. As an Odell, <laughs> as an Odell owner, yes, that, that frustrated me so much. So they were just, they were just, and it would be right up the middle every time. It's like, come on, Freddie Kitchens, can we do something <laughs> different? All right, you guys want to move to sixteen to twenty? Sure. All right, uh, sixteen. I got Daniel Jones. Seventeen, uh, Kirk Cousins. Eighteen, the old gunslinger Philip Rivers. Nineteen, Jimmy G. And twenty, Drew Locke. Wow. All right. All right, Brian, go for it. All right, I have Jimmy G, 16, Philip Rivers, 17, Baker, 18, Matt Stafford, 19, and I'm throwing the rookie in, Joe Burrow at 20. Wow. Well, I'm going, I'm I'm throwing curveballs left and right then. So I got 16, Big Ben. I got 17, the rookie, Joe Burrow. There we go. 18, mm-hmm. Jared Goff. 19, Drew Locke. Yeah. And twenty Matthew Stafford. This is we in the years past we have been aligned a lot and we are all over the place with each other. Well, spe- I mean, look, I just it, it's a lot. There's a lot of craziness going on. I mean, it's I just I have a lot of faith in some of these younger guys. Like I mean, and by younger I mean rookie Joe Burrow. I mean, I just like what he hasn't. You know with. If if AJ Green says healthy, he has weapons. Like he is a talented quarterback. He has the yeah. weapons around him. Yeah, you know, like bad offensive line, but great. Of weapons. course, but then like so even someone like Drew Locke, who I'm not even a big fan of. I just I even had him lower. I I think I moved him up like three or four spots because I'm like, wait, Jerry, they got Judy. He's got KJ Hamler, who they drafted. Then they have you know Cortland Sutton. And they, boy. and Melvin uh, and Melvin Gordon to go along with Philip Lindsay and Royce Freeman. <laughs> like they got like. I, I'm, not, I'm not a huge Gordon fan. We are not a huge Gordon fan. John's a massive Sutton fan. I mean, he did all right. You know, he, <laughs> he did good. I mean, I think it was a Pro Bowler or like a, at least an alternate or whatever, some shit like yeah. that. But like, they added weapons to this guy, and it's just hard to keep Matt at a top twenty over. You know, it's, or it's hard to keep him lower than Matt Stafford who, for reasons why I have him so low to, to begin with is because of those weapons and the fact that, you know, it's, it's more of the unknown. I mean, I'd rather, I'd rather go for that than yeah. someone you just like, ugh, you know, whatever, you know, I'm, I'm not sure he has a good structure is the only point. It's, you know, like I'd rather go for a guy who's either an, a, a, a D or an F, but could be a B or an A than the guy who's like just a standard, like C, you know? Sure. That's fair. Especially at this point. Oh, well, at this point for sure. So, that's why the Joe Burrows and even Jared Goffs, you know, like. So, John, what do you think about Jer- Joe Burrow as the guy who didn't have him in his top 20? Well, I mean, I like him. Obviously, he was ridiculous in the season at LSU. But he's a rookie quarterback, probably going to be starting uh, week one. But he's going to have barely any, um, like, on-field preseason time. No preseason games. And it's just, I feel like it's going to be a lot for a rookie quarterback to hop into a whole new system with, you know, I, like, I still like, like, I have him at, I have him at 24. So, like, it's not, like, 
he's not he's even not on my bad. list. But I think it, it's going to be tough for a rookie quarterback or uh, a quarterback with not a lot of experience, like Drew Locke even, to to hop into a situation and succeed immediately. Yeah, it's definitely a tough year for rookies. Oh, yeah. No, you're absolutely right. No preseason, you know, limited training camps and whatnot. So it's it's tough. It definitely is tough. But, again, that's down here I'm going for – I'd go for broke as my second or third quarter, you know. Well, not third. Yeah. Quarter, yeah. But as my he second quarter. Somebody who, who absolutely killed it in college, he, has, he comes into too good of an offense. And it's not like the Bengals – got the first pick overall because they didn't have weapons. They got it because they just weren't a good structured team from the from the inside out. The offensive line, the defensive line, the defense, and the coach. Like it, it was more of a structural issue than them not having good skill players for fantasy. Yeah. Yeah, so you can definitely put up points. And they could still go three and thirteen, you know, like whatever. Yeah, I mean, Murray was a, what, top seven, eight quarterback last year, and it's not like Arizona was great. Yeah. I mean, what, they get six wins, five wins? Although they are my playoff team this year, so. <laughs> all right. Um, all right, any, anything anything um, outstanding in that, uh, you know, like, as, you know, that you want to talk about in top uh, 16 through 20, or you want to move on to 21 to 25? Um, I don't know. I just had, I had Jimmy G lower than you guys. I yeah. Just, you guys, actually, I'm not sure if I, you guys both had Jimmy G. He's a stable. He's just a stable quarterback for me with a very good coach. Let me let me just. I'll even say I actually don't even have him in my top twenty-five. Oh shit! <laughs> See that's ridiculous to me because of how good his coach. Is. He, and, and the defense is so good. I I, I like know that he's gonna get like he's gonna get a bunch of chances at short fields too. I just I'm I. I've fallen out of favor with him. I I just I, I have I don't it was, I don't know it was all it was it was the entire playoff run. Pretty much, pretty much. I mean, he just took a. I mean, he took a shit. Like I mean, and didn't continue to take a shit, and then then continued to take a shit, and it's just like. For me, he's an yeah. eighth round, ninth round. I'm picking back to back QBs of people I think will be steady. That, like, if you're taking that strategy of I'm going to pick two QBs in a row at the end of the draft, that's one of them taking. That's fine. Look, I, I, I completely understand why. But yeah, I just don't I don't like him. And I was I was I was a big Jimmy G guy a year ago or like not not anymore. <laughs> I don't think he's great. I just like his coach. a lot. Very good coach and a, the best tight end in the league. Yes. So, um, all right. You want to go twenty-one to twenty-five? Yeah. So, uh, twenty-one, Jared Goff. Twenty-two, Cam Newton. Although, if he's God proven it, to John. be healthy, uh, can jump up a lot. Uh, twenty-three, Ryan Tannehill. Twenty-four, Joe Burrow. Twenty-five, Teddy Bridgewater. And honorable mention, twenty-six, Sam Darnold. <laughs> I can't believe you had. Uh... Wait, now I just forgot. Cam Newton? Some guy, oh, Tannehill so low. You loved Tannehill so much last year. Tannehill was your listen, boy. Listen, listen, listen. He, he, he did save me in in uh, in the haters club 
in the last half of the season. Uh, I think Rupel might have dropped him, scooped him up, led me to the championship, second year in a row. I just, I just don't know if he can duplicate it. Like, I. Well, he doesn't he, even have I, to duplicate it to get into not the even like duplicate it, but but like, I don't know that something just like bugs me. Not even bugs me about it. It's just like makes me wary. I'm I'm with you, John. I'm with you. I, I have him twenty one. Like I I am with you. I I think it's gonna be more of a very run heavy offense, and I the the opportunities for Tannehill are gonna be limited, which is gonna limit his upside. I mean, I know they just paid him. For me, safe. He's safe again. Uh, it's the same thing I say about Jimmy J. Just a safe quarterback to start. Obviously, he's not one of our top tens. He doesn't have the upside, but it's just like, all right, I'm not going to value quarterback. I'm going to put, I'm going to put money or draft picks when I'm drafting in other positions. But I'll pick somebody safe. I want to get, you know, I want to get nuts. It would be. It would be interesting, not interesting. It would be good to put these QBs in into tiers, like your superstars, like your 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 stud guys, your above at like your steady above average guys, your guys that are going to disappoint you most weeks, but then like have like one or like three amazing games, and then your safe guys that will get you 14 points a game, won't win you games, but not going to lose you games either. I mean, and, the I mean, Tyrod Taylor. Okay. Yeah, the Tyrod Taylor. <laughs> Jimmy G. Maybe even the Jared Goff this year, like if he got over his fucking interception yips. No, we'll see. I, I haven't said his name yet. Oh, okay. I put him in there. All right, Brian, do your, do your 21 to 25. All right, and I haven't said Jared Goff's name yet. But my 21 to 25 is Tua. He's healthy, man. I'm just putting him in there. If you want a home run, I'm putting two. Darnold, Big Ben, Jared Goff, Kirk Cousins. All right. I have – I got 21 Tannehill, 22 Phillip Rivers. Thought about putting him higher. Um, Phillip Rivers was my honorable mention at 26. You want to talk about safe. Um, four 30-touchdown seasons in the past seven years and has thrown for well over 4,000 yards in every single one of those seasons. That's so, a good stat. There you That's go. That's a good stat. I, li- I like that. Um, number 23, I threw him on there just because, look, I, I, Foles is gone, baby. It's Gardner Minshew's tight team now. No, Give the no Minshew. way. Throwing Ooh. him in there. Oh, shit. What? Anthony. What? I said somebody left. I didn't uh, do this right. Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Did you? 12, did you? 13, 14, 15, 16. I had Philip Rivers as my number seventeen, and I guess I did, I didn't name five people last one. I guess I had Philip Rivers as seventeen <laughs> because I, when you were saying that, I was like, wait, I have Philip. Rivers. I think you did say Philip Rivers. I think you did. Oh, I did. I'm I sorry. think you did. Well, I, I apologize. Nah. I remember someone else saying Philip Rivers. Yeah, yeah uh, Philip Rivers. I'm on that with you. Yeah, I actually, I was, I've, I've wrestled with putting him higher too. Maybe I, I, maybe I'll think about throwing him above Tannehill and Stafford, which probably should. Um, but anyway, 24, Kirk Cousins. Um, I do like Justin Jefferson. Um, they'll, they'll just make him forget about uh, Stefan Diggs. And then 25, I have Sam Darnold there for John, but nice. Uh, my, my note was to be honest, I probably should just put Tui here. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> I have Darnold, John. 
I hope that makes you happy. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I had Darnold at 26. Like, the just the weapons are random. The whole stink around the Jets. It, he, they're two years away from being a year away now. They're not even a year oh, away wow. from being a year away. Wow, two years away from I being love away. this. I love how, uh, ups, uh, how, like, really depressed you are about this team. <laughs> Listen, it's been a decade since they made the playoffs. I got, I got, I have no reservations about being depressed about my Jets. So should I swap Darnold with Bridgewater, like I was thinking? The only thing is, I think Crowder might be better than any of the receivers on the Panthers. Didn't the Panthers get Robbie Anderson? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Forgot about that. Fuck. Uh, Curtis right. Samuel's good and uh, DJ Moore. DJ Moore, not bad. That you know they they're very Giants like wide receivers. There's no number one. There's some like sneaky possession, decent guys. I don't know, and some sneaky fat like fast. Long I mean, they're guys. Curtis Samuel and Robbie Anderson are very fast, so they're well, definitely like like Slayton is a sneaky yeah. long guy. But then there's the possession, DJ Moore. I don't know. I don't – yeah, I don't love their receivers, but I don't hate them like I hate the Jets receivers. That's, oh yeah, all right. That's very fair. Jets receivers suck. <laughs> it, it's not good. It's not good. They got Brashad no, Perryman. What are you talking about? They got Perryman. They're good. They're locked in. Yeah, they got Perryman and Crowder. And we got Herndon coming back. No suspensions or injuries yet. So, you know. And they have a Le'Veon Bell who's like, has to have. You know, when you go to a restaurant and you think you want to order something, but you're not sure if you want to order it, and you kind of labor, and then you finally order it, and then everybody gets their food, and you're like, fuck, I wish I got that and that. Don't, don't put food. That's Bell going to the Jets. He has food regrets. Uh, dude, I've never seen somebody with more food regrets, a.k.a. team regrets, <laughs> than Le'Veon Bell. He's like, what did I do? I don't know why I did this. I guess I just have to ride it out, but he has such big regrets going there. Oh, okay. All right. The Jets are food regrets. Okay. The the food regrets. The food regrets. Okay. I, I, the fruit, uh, yeah, the Jets are the Jets of the food in this scenario, John. Okay. All right. <laughs> I like that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, look, I, Donald, I, I just threw him in the top 25. Like I said, I, I, I like me. I, I just don't see, again, the up, the cra- I don't see crazy upside with Donald this year. I, whereas, again, that's why I said I should put Tua there because he's that, you know, rookie wild card that. Wasn't Tua just put on, like, IR? Not no, IR, but. Oh, no, like, he was just cleared to practice. I thought he was put on something. Nah, he was just cleared to practice yesterday. You know, he's got the great Devontae Parker on his team, so. Who it was great last year. Top five. I know, I know, I know. I'm just talking about I put two as my 21, so I, I'm I'm just, i rather, you know, because look at even just the uh, rookies last year at quarterback. Kyler Murray was a top 10. Like, there's, there's always a rookie in there. And there's always and a second-year guy coming to MVP. What's up? So there's always a second year guy coming in as MVP, so that's that's, <laughs> that's been true the last couple of years. Um but yeah, anything else? Anyone like that you know, that may come out of nowhere. We you know, we, we talked about we didn't leave we didn't put any any uh no Nick Foles, no um what the hell's his name? <laughs> Trubisky. 
Mitch Trubisky. No, Do none you of those think guys. Foles is going to come out of nowhere. I mean, he I, he's definitely going to be the starter, in my opinion. He's got to be right. Like, what if Nick Foles blows up? Like, that that would that'd be, per- that'd be pretty cool. It but, would be very Folesian of him. I was, also, yeah, I was just going to say that too. You're right. It would be. It, it, it would be it, cool because it would it would get the Eagles fans all hot and bothered. It would get the Jaguars fans all hot and bothered. They fucking spent all that money <laughs> and then fucking one game, less than a game, he gets hurt, he comes back, he throws a couple interceptions, they fucking boot him out and he's gone again. And now he's on the Bears. Like, they got nothing That's out of him. That's true. They did not give him much of a chance after coming back from a, what, separated shoulder or whatever? Or a broken collar. Oh, yeah. Whatever the hell one it was. Yeah. But yeah, he had a half a game, he threw like an interception or two and they're like, get the fuck out, bring the mustache back in, and that was it. I... I don't agree with putting uh, Minshew up on, on the top 25, though. Me neither. That's fine. That's fine. It's his team now. He's got a chance to prove it. Well, it better be fine. I'd rather Nick Foles. Yeah. I just... Good. Good. Minshew Do it. is... Good. He's a scrappy guy, but... All right. Wait, wait. Is this going to be our, our first what? side bet? Sure. Fantasy points total. Nick Foles versus Minshew. Oh, I'm taking Minshew. This is it. We're that's doing it. it. We Min- always do this. We always oh. do the early side bets. Oh, yeah. Min- that's that's a lock right there. Foles is going to be done. And, and look, Foles has to deal with Trubisky. Like, Minshew has to deal with nobody. It's his team. Yeah. Well, Trubisky is a piece of trash yeah. uh, as a quarterback. <laughs> yes, he is. But, <laughs> you know, I, I just can't trust Foles. So I'll take Minshew any day of the week with better receivers, too. Okay. All right, this is our first side bet. We used to have a Golden Tate Marvin Jones bet every year. <laughs> yeah, that's right. What? Well, oh man, what, yeah, that was. Uh, and I was, was I was on the Marvin Jones side, wasn't I? Yeah, yeah, I was always a Golden Tate guy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I like this bet. I like it. It's a good start. Um, <laughs> all right, so what? Uh, either late next week, maybe we'll be back with. Uh, we'll try. We got. We got to bang out a few of them because it's getting. You know. Early August already, and what the season starts like a little over a month away. So we gotta, yeah. We gotta and we and, still have our hard knocks podcast to do. And we gotta, so we gotta bang out these uh, these ones quick. So uh, I think next I will be running back, or you want to do running back next? Yeah, running back sounds. All good. right, so maybe late, sure. like, maybe late next week, like a Thursday or something. We have to out. devote a whole podcast to John, just like thinking some guys in the best shape of his life in training camp. <laughs> See, that's the thing. I don't, we're not gonna get those reports. I know that's that's rough, dude. It's I'm I'm very disappointed. I'm sorry, man. That, like at least like with with the bubbles, when you get like uh, with the NBA and uh, NHL bubbles, you get like, oh yeah, this guy's coming to the bubble. He's had you know two months off. He's you know in the best shape of his life now and everything. Like we're not gonna have that with NFL. I mean, look, you gotta keep your, you know, keep your ears ears open. See if you see if the Jets say anything stupid. How do you close your ears? I don't know. Put your, put you your, gotta keep them open. Gotta keep them open. Put your hands over them. You ever see cauliflower ear? That's keeping them closed. That's keeping That's them closed. Um, all right. So, I think pretty much it. This is it. We're gonna be back now. Straight through football season, you know, knock wood. As long as it happens, uh, we're staying optimistic. Um, and we'll be back. What next week with running back rankings, and we'll just keep pushing forward until the uh, you know, week one of the NFL season. We are excited, so um, you know, 
We can find us uh, at fantasy underscore lens on Twitter. We are fantasy lens podcast at gmail.com. We are on iTunes. We are on Google Play Music, John. We are on Stitcher. We are anywhere you could find podcasts. We are Fantasy Lens, and we will see you next week. Peace.